Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Titus, Titus chapter number 2 and verse number 11 where the Bible says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We need to see that side of grace. Looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're familiar with grace. And I started on the last podcast talking about grace. and what this passage is teaching is a disgrace to grace. And that is, grace is being abused in the world of religion. Too many people are abusing the grace of God. Well, I'm saved, so I can live any way I want to. And you say, well, what is the disgrace to grace? Was well, right here in the text, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust worldliness is the disgrace to grace the greatest problem in the church today now if you've not already listened to episode 271 stop this one and go back and listen to it because it lays the groundwork but this problem in this church age is the problem of worldliness a lot of people love the message of grace but they don't want to hear a pastor preach about worldliness but it goes hand in hand the grace that saves is the grace that teaches. The grace that saves is the grace that sanctifies. And we need to come out from this world and be separate. And I told you on the last podcast that the world and its system has a prince. It has a prince, and that's the devil himself. And then I want to tell you this today. Number two, the world has a philosophy. The world not only has a prince, the world has a philosophy. And boy, we ought to desire to be godly and not worldly because worldliness is a disgrace to the grace of God. What is the philosophy of the world? There is this enticing network of ideas and values that are skillfully woven together that enslave and entrap the people of this world. 1 Corinthians 2.12 talks about the spirit of the world. 1 Corinthians 3.13 talks about the wisdom of the world. 1 Corinthians 7 talks about the fashion of the world. And then Peter wrote in 2 Peter about the pollutions of the world. There is a philosophy of the world. It's out there. It's in the movies. It's in the television. It's in the news. It's in the world of religion. It's from the schoolhouse to the state house. And though sometimes it may seem so innocent and so harmless, it is a dangerous system. It is a dangerous philosophy. And I'm telling you, child of God, we need to come away from that philosophy. What is the philosophy, Brother Jeremy? My life is my own to live as I please. My life is my own to live as I please. That is the philosophy of this world. And that philosophy has taken over our society. 
This is a man-centered and self-centered view of existence. The philosophy of the Spirit is, my life is God's to do as He pleases. You see the difference? The world says, my life is my own to live as I please. But the Spirit says, my life is God's to live as He pleases. That's the God-centered view of existence. And those two philosophies are diametrically opposed. They're not compatible. One is revelation. One is reason. One is supernaturalism. One is naturalism. One is theism. And the other is atheism. And you know what? The world of religion has a lot of practicing atheists, uh, not professing atheists, Oh, they'll tell you they believe the Bible and they they believe in Jesus and they believe in the Spirit of God and they believe in the church, but they live their lives Monday through Saturday as if God doesn't exist. Then they come in, put on their little religious garment on Sunday. Oh, yeah, I believe in God. I believe in God. I ain't paid God no mind all week long. I've not prayed. I've not read my Bible. I've not worshiped. I've not witnessed, but I believe in God. You're a practicing atheist if all you do is pick up God on Sunday morning like he, like he's just a cloak that you wear. That's practical atheism. You may not profess atheism, but, but friend, uh, theism is something that you live with every day of your life. And that is that philosophy, I want to center my life around God. Most church people today, most church people in the world today live their life how it pleases them. And if they can fit God in somewhere, they'll do it. Well, Brother Jeremy, you're being rough. I'm just teaching you the word of god just a treasure of truth the world has a prince and the world has a philosophy but let me say this one as well the world has a purpose oh yeah the world has a purpose what's the purpose of the world see there's a, ca a calculated plan there is an unwavering purpose of this worldly system of satan and that purpose is the world is hostile to the things of God, because it's led by a prince who is hostile to the things of God. John 7, 7 says, The world cannot hate you, but me it hateth, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. Does the world hate Jesus? You better believe, he do, believe they do. All the people of the world don't hate Jesus. Nature doesn't hate Jesus, but there is a system that despises his name. Now, they don't hate baby Jesus. They don't hate the Jesus that heals. They don't hate the Jesus that has ritual or the Jesus that's religious. They don't hate dying Jesus. They don't hate risen Jesus. They don't hate coming Jesus. Do you know who they hate? They hate righteous, holy Jesus. They hate the Jesus who says right is right and wrong is wrong. And if you want the hammer of the world system to come down on you, just say something like this. There is a fixed standard of right and there is a fixed standard of wrong because Jesus said so. Oh, man, you will set them off. And the Bible says this world can't hate you, but me it hateth because I testify of it and the works thereof, that the works thereof are evil. Jesus ripped the veil of darkness away and showed the system of the world for what it really is. 
In John 14, 17, the Bible says, The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. And don't waste your time arguing with the people of this world. They can't understand you. They'll say, I just don't see it that way. And they're not lying when they say, I just don't see it that way. I just don't see it that way. And, you know, everybody's all about an opinion now, all about, uh, you know, there's no absolutes and it's just whatever feels right. You know, well, there is a way which seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And they'll say, I just don't see it that way. See, the Bible speaks of the spirit of truth whom the world can't receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And too many of God's children are playing footsie with the world during the week and then playing church on Sunday. But Jesus said in John 15, 18, if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Are you hated by the world? Think on that for just a second. Are you hated by the world? Well, I don't want to be hated by the world, preacher. I want everybody to love me. I want everybody to think I'm a good person. Nothing wrong with having a good testimony. But if you don't take a stand for Christ, and if you don't make the Word of God uh, evident in your life and the Spirit of God evident in your life, what difference are you going to make? We've just got a generation of Christians now, or I'll say church folk now, that just want to float through life and, you know, let's just go along to get along. And, you know, we just got to don't ruffle any feathers and don't rock the boat. Friend, that's not the way of Christ. Jesus spoke the truth in love, always in love, but he spoke the truth. And we must take a stand. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. We have got to allow grace to work in our lives to sanctify us and separate us from this worldly system. They have a prince. They have a philosophy. They have a purpose. Now, I don't want you to mix, miss the next podcast because we're going to go further into this that I believe will be a blessing to you. But but can I say today, uh, let's go back to that thought. Are you hated by the world? Well, I don't, well, don't want to be hated by the world. Salt burns. Oh, yes. You get salt in a wound, it's going to burn. Light is going to scatter the rodents and the cockroaches. And you can tell if you're being salt and light, if, if, if there's being some, uh, if there's some discomfort. Now, listen, I'm not talking about being ugly and mean to sinners. We're to be friends to sinners. Not friends with sinners, but friends to sinners. Jesus was a friend of sinners. And he was kind. It's amazing to me. We're supposed to be, Jesus was a friend of sinners, and we can't even get along with our brothers and sisters in Christ, but that's a whole other message. But I want to ask you, are you being salt? Are you being light? Is there, is there anything that, that you're causing uh, a discomfort in? Not to the point of losing your job, getting expelled from school, or being ostracized and, you know, outcat. Not to that point, but being salt and being light. That's what we're called to do. And so I encourage you today, go out today and be salt and light in this world. It's dirty and dark, and it needs you to come out and be separate, be different than the world system. If you're listening to, to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose tomorrow? I'm going to get up, pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go out and make a difference in this world. 
And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, don't be a disgrace to grace. Let grace teach you to deny godliness and worldly lust and be sober and do something for God until that day the blessed hope arrives. God bless you.